Welcome back to the Better and Green Podcast. Today we're going to be breaking down the next round of March Madness. Ethan, how are you feeling, man? Spartan's still in it. Dude, I'm feeling really good. Um, you know, it's kind of just been a dream week. Uh, Spartans haven't made it this far in a couple years, so just feels good. Just wanted to get out of the first round. Um, you know, I, at this point, I just want to sleep until it's here. Just ready for the game to tip off, ready to play. Feeling pretty good about the game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, love March Madness, love the Sweet 16. I'm just lucky and happy that my team's still dancing. Yeah, yeah. Why we went 2-7 and seven on the last Thursday episode, but then on the Monday's live, we went 8-1. and one. So we're back in the green, we're back to winning. How does it feel having your first uh, undefeated week? You know, I, I haven't had one of those in a while. I got beat up <laughs> in March, uh, March Madness opening weekend. So it was nice to come back on Monday. Um, and go three and all on the live. Um, yeah, it's a good feeling trying to continue that momentum because I am not streaky at all. Well, streaky bad way, bad ways. So I'm trying to get a good streak going, um, build on momentum from there. And I'm um, feeling good about it. Uh, there's a couple weird games in the Sweet 16 that I have honestly no clue, but I feel like a couple I got a good grasp on and I'm confident in most of my plays. Awesome. All right, Ethan, kick our big three off, buddy. All righty. Well, I do just want to start by saying, um, I don't have any totals picks in here, but I do think there's going to be some value on overs this week um, simply because it was pretty popularized that the unders hit an insane clip in the first two rounds. Um, I did hear that Vegas has already dropped off like two, two and a half points each game of the uh, Sweet 16. So they're kind of adjusting to all the unders hitting. I do think games go over this week. I could see like six of them going over in the uh, Sweet 16. Uh, but my first pick, I actually do have a play in every game, but um, I will give out Arkansas plus four. Um, I think it, it's a little tough because ultimately I do see UConn winning this game. Typically I don't love playing dogs when I don't really see them winning, but uh, I just think it's going to be too many points. I think the matchup is pretty good for Arkansas here. Um, I think they play a similar style of basketball. Um I could really see this game being similar to the Gonzaga TCU game that we just saw uh, in the second round last week where the underdog team, this case Arkansas, uh, takes an early lead, kind of leads most of the game. And then around the 10-minute mark, UConn makes the run, takes the lead. Uh, Arkansas is just always kind of hanging around for that backdoor cover. So I just think the four points is too much. I think UConn probably gets it done by one, two, or three. Um, Don't see them getting done by five. So, you know, you might push on the four, but – uh, I think this game just stays close. I think there's too many points. And I also think UConn's going to be pretty public this week. So that kind of leads me to Arkansas as well. Yeah, I like that play. Um, you know, now that we're down in the Sweet 16, you know, obviously there's eight games um, getting played between tomorrow or yeah, tomorrow and or today and Friday, I guess, when you're listening to this. Um, so I'm a big fan of definitely parlaying. Obviously, you can't do it in the first round because there's 32 games, and then you can't really do it in the round of 32 because there's 16 games. But I definitely parlayed all eight of these, um, and I really liked you. Or sorry, Arkansas plus four. I got them at plus four and a half. I do like them at plus money on that um, or plus spread. Um, I'm going to go with – so I'm not a big under guy, but I am going to go with the under despite Ethan saying it's probably going to be an over weekend. I'm going to take the under in Tennessee FAU. Um, Tennessee, best defense in the country. FAU, again, plays in a very defensive co- um, conference in the American. Um, so I don't think FAU is going to score much over 55 points in this game. And Tennessee, maybe 60. I can see like a 60-55 game. 
Um, so hopefully that under of one, I, I got it at one thirty and a half. It's at one twenty nine and a half. So when you're listening to this, probably lock that in as soon as you can, because it probably will continue to go down. Nice. I was actually looking at that too, Wyatt. Um, and you were asking me in the last episode about hedging, and I talked shit on it the entire time. So of course today I'm going to have to hedge one of my bets. Um, I ended up going, I think Gonzaga wins, but just to make sure that my bet hits, I ended up actually taking the alternative line of a uh, plus four. Uh, that's about as much as I could juice it. Cause I think after that, that plus four is minus minus one sixty five. If you go to plus like four and a half or five, that's when you jump up to like minus 200. And so at that point you're, that's a bad idea. So Gonzaga plus four, I really like it. I think they went outright, but I'm going to hedge today. Yeah, I think that's uh, we're in store for probably one of the greatest games of the weekend uh, with that game. Mm-hmm. little rematch um, from a couple years back. Uh, for my second play, I'm going to stick with college basketball. I'm going to go to Friday's matchup, um, and I'm going to take San Diego State, Mountain West here, plus the seven and a half. Um, you know, I just think, again, too many points to be giving the underdog here. Uh it could get ugly. You know, Bama tends to run teams right out of the gym. Uh, they kind of play basketball like they play football, just relentless. Don't let off the pedal. But uh, I just think that San Diego State's defense can keep them around in this game. Uh, we just saw them have one of their best offensive games against Furman last week. Uh, kind of just hoping that they can continue shooting the ball even close to the way that they just did. Um, and, again, I, just, I think it's too many points to give – a decent team in San Diego state here. Uh, one of the top five defenses in the country, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I think Bama gets it done, gets it done. Um, I do have Alabama, a future on them to make the elite eight. So I hope they went out right. Uh, I guess if the story's hedging, yeah, I'll kind of be hedging a little bit on uh, San Diego state. Try to try to hit the middle there, which luckily I did with Gonzaga TCU. Yeah, I'm going to go on a similar boat here. I'm going to take Princeton plus 10 against Creighton. Um, Again, Princeton 15 seed. It would be pretty crazy for them to make the Elite Eight, but St. Pete did it last year, so it's not out of this, you know, it's not out of the world. But, um, yeah, Princeton, I really like how they're playing. Ivy League, I think, is really tough this year. Obviously, Princeton won the Ivy League. Creighton is a solid team getting a lot of future bets um, a couple weeks ago towards uh, the end of February, early March. Um, so they've definitely done their job with those future betters. Uh, I know a lot of people are probably cashing out at Creighton, making it to the Sweet 16. But I just like Princeton. I think it's going to be a closer game than we think it's going to be. Um, so I like Princeton at the plus 10. I think Creighton ultimately gets it done, but I think that 10 points is pretty safe. Nice. Um, I was looking around, how to find a bet that uh, spoke to me, and that was UConn women's basketball. They are 10-point favorites over my Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, UConn women's basketball is in a league of their own. I see them being in the finals with uh, South Carolina. Right now, I looked at their last five games. They've beat teams by 19, 43, 11, 29, and 30. So they're not just beating teams. They're spanking some ass. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably like that too. haven't paid too close attention to college bas- women's college basketball. Uh, but the one thing, you guys know I'm a futures better. I have noticed South Carolina's line to win the championship has not moved an inch from where it opened before the tournament. They're in the Sweet 16. They're a 17.5 point favorite in the Sweet 16. Uh, and I can't imagine their money line in the uh, championship game, which I'm sure they'll get to. Uh, can't imagine it's going to be much higher than minus 200 where their future is. So, kind of interesting there. Um, my last play for our big three 
I'm taking the home team, going Michigan State on the money line. A couple reasons why I like this. Uh, First of all, I think Kansas State's going to be the most public underdog of the Sweet 16. A lot of money coming in on them. Um, And actually, right when the line opened, Michigan State was a one-point favorite. That got pushed to minus two. So I think some early, likely sharp money came in on Michigan State. Public's now hitting Kansas State pretty hard. It's back down to minus one and a half last I checked. Um, It's also... I'll just uh, – I'm going to wait on taking that money line. I'm going to wait till right before tip-off. I think it gets closer to a pick Um But I'll, I like Michigan State. I think they match up well. I think Tyson Walker matches up against Marquise Noel quite well. Um, Noel, obviously, great player. He's had a great two games in the tournament. Um, but he actually – you know, he's only shooting 38% from the floor um, for the year. And I read today or heard uh, today that – if you take out his late free throws they takes, you know, when Kansas State's up and they get him the ball, he takes his free throws on the intentional fouls. Um, if you take those points away, he's only averaging 12 points a game. So I think Walker matches up well with him. I think uh, he can keep him near that 12 points. I think A.J. Hogard matches up with Keontae Johnson really well. Um, and Michigan State couldn't have looked worse from three against Marquette and really against UCLA too, or um, USC. But – you know, they were heading into the tournament, the third or fourth best three-point shooting team in the country. I think they they can't possibly do worse. They're going to make more threes than they did against um, Marquette. And I just think the edge is to Sparty. I think Izzo, with a couple days to prepare for uh, Kansas State, you know, he obviously has the edge over first-year coach Jerome Tang there with the Wildcats. Um, so I really like Sparty. I think they get it done. Um, and then also one more note on Tyson Walker. He is shooting 51% from the floor right now in the tournament. Uh, don't know his stats from before the tournament in the the game against uh, Ohio State in the conference tourney and then the last couple of games, but he's been shooting lights out now for six or seven games straight. Uh, so I think he's going to be the, the key matchup there against Noel, and I think he gets it done. Well, I – can never bet on Michigan State just because that's not in my nature. But I will help you out from afar. I'll be I'll be putting money on K State to win that game. Which, with my luck, um, not in the Big Three, but with my luck, um, recently Michigan State should be a sure lock. Then, so I'll I'll help you out here. Um, Thank but, you. Yeah, I can't. I for whatever it is, I'm a sore loser. I can never root for Michigan State. Um, just like Ohio State, I'll never ever root for Ohio State. So. Um, I already took the took an under today. It just so happened to be the lowest under of the weekend um, of the week. I'm going to now go reverse since I can never have more unders and overs. And I'm going to take the highest over of the weekend. And I'm going to take Xavier, Texas over 149. Um, Xavier, I think, has the second highest scoring offense behind Gonzaga um, and then Alabama. And then Texas, uh, they're very inconsistent. But at home this year, I know it's there's no home court in the tournament. But at home, they're scoring close to 83 points a game. On the road, they're scoring right around 71. So a 12-point window in Texas is very inconsistent. I'm just going to hope that they get up for this game. Um, Xavier doesn't play any defense. Um, That's very evident. Um, So I think this could be a shootout. Ultimately, I think Texas wins this game. Um, But hopefully it's high scoring, maybe, you know, 75 to 80 type of final score. I like it. Um, I was looking at some futures, just um, seeing what was out there. Right now, Bama in the South Division, they have San Diego State, Creighton, and Princeton. So right now, if you have them just to win the South Region, it's minus 150 is all. 
And I think they're going to beat the Mountain West, San Diego State. Uh, Princeton's not beating Bama. Creighton's my only concern. I actually do have Creighton beating Bama in my March Madness bracket. But right now, the way Bama's playing, I don't see them losing to any of those teams. I like that. I Go ahead, Ethan. Sorry. I think money's coming in on that because I was looking at betting <laughs> that yesterday, and I think it was minus 125. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of pissed. I didn't, but. I like that. I also don't mind. The last I checked yesterday was plus 150 for Bama to make the title game. So you're just adding one more game, and that other region is by far the the second weakest region. Um, you know, the best team probably is Tennessee out of that. Um, so plus 150 yes. for them to win one more game is not bad either. That's yep. not bad at all, actually. That's yeah. a good take, White. Also, right. I just found sorry, I just found one other thing. There hasn't been an overtime game yet this year. On average in the tournament, there's 3.8, so almost around four OT games a year. Might We have 15 games left. Might be time to start sprinkling in some plus 900, plus 1,000 OT props. <laughs> um, probably that Gonzaga-UCLA game has some yeah. very big potential. Um, but, yeah, I could definitely see this weekend being really close. So all those high spreads, honestly, I think are fair game to put money on. Um, but, yeah, those OTs, I think it's going to be – we probably will see one um, before Saturday's games. Did you guys see that TikTok going around? I think it was a TikTok, but um, it was like a girl walking into a room and it was just a dude like kind of sadly sitting on his bed eating chips and like scrolling through his phone. It was like, POV, your boyfriend just went 0-48 betting every single game to go to overtime <laughs> in the first weekend. <laughs> it's kind of unheard of, but no, I did the math. Um, there's actually been four tournaments where it's just been one OT game. Um, hmm. or sorry, just three tournaments since it's been one OT game since 2011. However, the last three have had six OT games, six OT games, and five OT games. So wow. recently there's been a lot of OTs, but it's not unheard of to just have one. But I still like our odds. I'd throw a little sprinkle on UCLA Zaga. I mean, if you think about it, plus 900, you have eight shots at getting your money back. You know, like I, right. I think you could pick eight games and get lucky on one of them. Right. I think what Wyatt said is put the whole house on it. Yeah. (laughs) This could set up. has like the makings of a movie after the Jalen Suggs shot. And then uh, I didn't even realize that was a game that uh, I forgot his first name, but Morrison for Gonzaga, the last chance to dance, the famous call. I didn't even realize that was Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. Back in 06. The headband dude. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Morrison, I think. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is all the makings of a movie. Why not send it to OT? <laughs> I almost did a, uh, for Gonzaga, a Drew Timmy player prop. <laughs> he was just a little bit too juiced up for me, man. He's 28 and a half um, oh. points, rebounds, and assists. Oh, I was going to say points. He's averaging, I think, 21 and a half, which is still super high. But Yeah. yeah. And he's got it the last two games, but that's just so high, though. Yeah. And the problem with UCLA is I think they're third on defense. Exactly. So I, it's probably not going to be a whole lot of scoring opportunities. Rebounds might be high, but scoring opportunities, I don't know. Yeah. They're big guys banged up, though, isn't he? UCLA's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. is all banged up. but Yeah, they are. It's know. a miracle that good. Timmy is good at basketball to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when he wanted a bucket against TCU, he got it. It was yeah. just like you got it to him down low, and you're like, "Oh, well, there's two. It's just how's he gonna get it?" Yeah, turn and around. He's never, 
never ever going to make it in the NBA. He's just nope. So this is his bread and butter here. He's a very athletic big man that's yep. gets his way in college basketball. Will get absolutely dominated in the league, but yeah, he was missing like from straight under the basket. He was throwing it up, but then he'd get his own rebound and throw it again. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Good thing you're big. Yeah. Yeah, it's a miracle that he's, like, player of the year candidate, but yeah. year after year. Uh, don't worry, they gave to Edie who can't move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing yeah. he turned around the tournament. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> you guys got anything uh, else to add before we get out of here? Um, Last thing I'll add, I mean, I said it last week, but – you know, betting, not betting, just enjoy the tournament. We're yeah. officially down to 15 college basketball games. Well, I guess tournament games left. You still do have the CBI, NIT. But uh, we just enjoyed 48 last week, and we have, you know, less than a third of that remaining. So just enjoy it while it's here because it's about to be a, a long summer. Yeah, yeah, it is. But bet responsibly, guys, when you do put out there. Um, this is going to do it for the Better and Green podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on YouTube. We continue to grow every week. We got to update that graphic. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter as well. We're putting out stuff constantly over there. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Go green. See you guys.